broadcasting across the country on USA Radio Network from Las Vegas. This is Wayne Allen Root, raw and unfiltered. Now, back to the Warrior. All right, Wayne Allen Root for Vertical Research Advisory, the sponsor of the segment of the show. And stay tuned, by the way. You're going to get a great interview with Kip Herridge of VRA about the economy and about the stock market and about what we can expect with Biden as president. So, you know, if you've got any money, any assets, any stock account, any retirement account, you're going to want to stay sitting right there on the edge of your seat because Kip is my financial guru, and I have not seen him wrong in, uh, I don't know, 18 years I've known him. But uh, the sponsor of this segment of the show is Vertical Research Advisory, which is Kip's company, Kip's financial newsletter. And you really only have to remember three letters, VRA. You know, it's kind of hard to remember, Vertical Research Advisory. You're in your car right now. Remember VRA and KIP for Kip, VIP, uh, KIP VRA, KIP VRA. And maybe you got to remember VIP too because he's my VIP. KIP is my VIP. And VRA is my chosen daily investment and economic newsletter. And his top performing recommendations are unlike anything you've ever seen. They crush the markets 88% of the time. I've known him for almost 20 years. I've seen his incredible results firsthand. Check it out. Let him prove how good VRA really is. I always challenge my sponsors to let people see how good you are for free to start off. And, And Kip took me up on it. For a limited time, Kip is offering... His VRA membership completely free for two weeks. Join us now at VRAinsider.com. Again, free two-week membership at VRAinsider.com. That's VRAinsider.com. Tell them Wayne Root sent you. And so without further ado, we've got our financial guru, my VIP, KIP, Kip Herridge. Hey, Kip, how are you? Hey, my friend. Doing great. How are you, Wayne? Great. VRAinsider.com. That's the website you got to remember and grab a couple weeks free and uh, enjoy it every morning. So let's talk about the dichotomy here, okay? Because I felt Obama was among the worst presidents in history. Actually, I think he's the worst president in history, but there's been a lot lot of bad ones. Lyndon Johnson, Jimmy Carter, Woodrow Wilson, a lot of bad ones. Uh, But having said all that, I thought that as bad as he was for business and the economy and small business, the average person on, on Main Street got destroyed for eight years under Obama but he was great for Wall Street. Wall Street hit new highs every single minute because they had, to, you know, the worse the news was, the more they had to drop money from a helicopter on Wall Street. So here, Biden's president, I believe his first day executive orders will destroy the economy. And yet you're saying the stock market's going to fly. So it sounds like it's a repeat of Obama. Economy's going to get killed. And the average guy or gal is going to get killed. Main Street's going to get killed. But Wall Street is going to roll. Have I got this right? It is complex, and I know I'm listening. It's like it's like watching a tennis match, going back and forth. How do you keep track of this? And you know, during Obama's time in office, remember his his return should have been unbelievable because he came in after the Bush uh, financial crash, right, and uh, the the housing crisis, and really was a two year depression. And Obama came in with four trillion dollars in quantitative easing, first time they've been used, and the best he could do was twelve percent a year over his eight years average. Trump, over his four years, did 11.7%, a little bit less, but he had to deal with the Fed uh, market crash uh, that uh, they raised rate nine straight times in 2018. And COVID. And COVID. So, yeah, it's very uh, – it, Obama was, was awful pretty much for everybody unless you were a bank. 
or Wall Street or the elites exactly, the, the globalists. Uh, but it, it's different under Trump. Listen to this. Uh, just got this today. Consumer net worth is up year over year, 19.2%. Never happened before. Nothing, anything like this has ever happened before. That's all Trump. And I love when Trump was walking out. The last thing he said before he got on the, on the, on the uh, Marine One, I think we call it, was that uh, – and kind of caught himself like he wanted to tell more, but he caught himself. He said, I just want to tell people, you know, as far as the economy goes, listen, here's what – and he caught himself. He goes, just, just take my word for it. It's going to skyrocket. You're in good shape. So he's got things uh, ready. They're already in place. And here's what those things are. Uh, Biden will get credit for it, like he's getting credit now for solving uh, coronavirus on, because the World Health Organization changed the PCR test. What a scam <laughs> this is, right? On day one, they did this. But anyway, what a scam. here's what's happening. What an absolute – and everybody sees it, right? But here, here's what's happening with the economy. Trump has made sure that uh, – and this is both U.S. and globally working with our allies and partners around the world. There's been a combined in 10 months, Wayne, $15 trillion in global monetary and fiscal stimulus. Now, uh, the casual observer might hear that and go, wait a minute, that sounds like a whole lot of more debt. That sounds like it's awful for my kids and grandkids. You know what? It, it, it probably is. But we're talking about right now about the survival of people that are out of work, out of job. We need the economy to really, uh, to, to really you know, get back in gear and rock and roll. And I think that's what's happening here. Fifteen trillion in fresh liquidity, in just ten months, that's got Trump's name all over it, and we now know that Yellen, and uh, who's the new uh, Treasury Secretary, was the Fed Chair, and Jay Powell, the current Fed Chair, you know they've already committed to adding significant liquidity to the market. So the way we see this, and remember, I worked through the dot com boom in ninety eight ninety nine. Every day we saw the markets go up, boom, 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 just almost every day. Like it's happening now. And this is even, we believe, has potential to be more powerful than then. So our advice, as confusing as uh, maybe troubling as it may be to think it's going to happen under a Biden administration is, we think you've got to be aggressively invested here. We're trend followers. Everything we see tells us the market wants to go a whole lot higher. Well, I mean, when I look at just his first day executive orders, I could sum it up with this. Uh, raise taxes dramatically. Uh, open borders, let everybody in the world in. So now you'll have to raise taxes even more to pay for it all. Everyone will be on welfare. Massive regulations. He wants to be the all-time greatest regulator in America's history, worse than Obama. Kill the energy industry, just destroy it in the name of global warming, and transgender everything. Transgenders in my cabinet, transgenders in the bathrooms, transgenders in the locker rooms. It's the most idiotic first day executive orders I've ever seen in my entire life, and it will absolutely, everything I just said would destroy an economy. So explain to me and my listeners, Kip, how a, a stock market can go up when a man's executive actions are so idiotic, so ignorant, and so antithetical to capitalism. I think primarily because the executive orders that he's, they have very few teeth. Like They sound like, oh, we're going back to globalism. We're going back to the elites. We're going back to climate change. Not really. Not really. I mean, until we start seeing things passed by Congress, not that they won't be because they probably will be, but we're talking about things that are going to happen much later than the year, most likely. He's going to be, even, even with the liberal media, if he comes and starts raising taxes on the middle class and the working class, he's going to be destroyed for that. And uh, I think during this time, we, I think what I'm saying is we have a window, a window of maybe one year, maybe eight, maybe two years, where the stock market could 
I hate to even say it on air because it's going to sound crazy, but you can see the stock market double in a couple of years. We're talking about that kind of a melt-up because that's what happened in 99, and that could, that could happen again. We are set for that kind of a move. But are, are you aware that literally in the last hour it just came out that the Biden Department of Interior has paused all oil and gas leasing and permitting on federal lands for 60 days as part of an effort to review the program's policy ramifications according to an agency memo obtained by Reuters. So he's stopping all uh, all oil and gas leasing and permits on federal lands for 60 days, and that's only going to be the start of what this guy's going to do to the energy industry. You, you know, Now that he's canceled the Keystone Pipeline, you can't imagine he's not going to get rid of every single energy producer he could possibly can with you know onerous federal regulations. So it's going to be bad for some industries, Kip. No, it is. But you know, again, we're talking about something that is, I think, a little misunderstood. Tyler's done a lot of work at Oldest Sun Business Partner. He was on with you a couple weeks ago. Yes, Tyler's he was. Did a great job. Area. And he, he, he says that these are uh, these leases and what we're hearing from, from, from our oil and gas industry experts is that this is for new leases and uh, that it shouldn't have an immediate impact. But there's no question. They want oil prices higher. They, they, they have to get oil prices to $100 a barrel. Or their crazy wind and solar ideas just don't make Can't work, any right. sense financially. Right, right. right. I get but it. But yeah, if we if we if oil price if gas prices start to natural I mean, excuse me, gas for your tank starts to go up, obviously that's a negative. If tax rates start to go up, it's a negative. I think what I'm saying is that for for, for be a little more myopic, you know, a little bit more short term. We think the upside potential is is pretty massive, but you always want to be hedged with gold and silver. Uh, and uh, you know, Bitcoin's getting hit pretty hard now too. Maybe if you haven't bought, bought that, maybe uh, maybe put a couple of percent of your portfolio into Bitcoin as well because we think that's got massive long-term upside potential as well. So I, I haven't even noticed because you know <clears throat> when you go to CNBC, they don't give you an update on Bitcoin. They only give you gold and silver and stocks and world stocks and energy and etc. So Bitcoin was through the roof until I don't know two weeks ago. Has Bitcoin gone back down again? What's the story with that? It has. It hit 42,000. It just ticked below 30,000 just as I was getting on the program tonight. So wow. uh, there's there, there's a lot of talk about regulation. And, of course, that's the two killers to, to Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies are regulation and hacking. And the regulation is the, the one that we can see happening right in front of us. So, uh, yeah, that, that's taken it. But you know what? These, always, these have been a buying opportunity. So we, we, uh, we think having a small amount of your portfolio in Bitcoin is probably a good idea because – so again, they're only creating 21 million coin Bitcoin, and that scarcity value that's, that's likely going to send Bitcoin much, much higher. All right, so gold, silver, and Bitcoin. Everyone should own a little bit of all of those, if not more than a little bit, maybe even a moderate amount. And uh, and then you think stocks are set to to soar over the next year or two, and then after that, maybe all bets are off as as uh, you know all the regulations and taxes start to really make an impact. But you got a couple of year window where the government's going to spend, 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 drop all the money on Wall Street, and maybe the taxes don't take effect for a year, and the the energy doesn't hit anybody for a year. So I get it, I get it. Kip Herridge, always appreciate everything you say because whether I hate it or love it, you turn out to be right like ninety nine percent of the time. Thanks for always being right. Great job, Kip. Thank you, Wayne. Appreciate it, man. VRAinsider.com. Get two weeks free with Kip Herridge at VRAinsider.com. Those are the kind of insights you get every single morning. VRAinsider.com. Thank you, Kip Herridge.